Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the 50th, yes, 50th 50, wow. of Ileana Stock Car Radio. If you don't know us by now, well, then you're missing out. Jeremy Banner yeah. alongside Chris Goodacre. Yeah, 50 episodes, man. God, we're getting old. I know. The golden episode. <laughs> and yeah. I think, we, I think we've probably got our, our two most frequent guests on at the oh, same well, time. Not you know at the same time, on the same episode this evening. It kind of worked out. I like it. Yeah, it did work out. So uh, jam-packed this evening for everybody. We've got Tony Eldridge from the South Bend Motor Speedway coming up. And then after uh, we're done tormenting Tony, we'll have Steve <laughs> Beckel from the Grundy County Speedway coming up. Uh, yeah, a lot of big information coming your way. A lot of news. Racing's kind of getting ready to fire up around here. Uh, so I know we're all excited about that. And I guess with more on that, let's bring Tony in. He can talk about it. Hey, there he is. There he hey, is. Guys. How are you? Not too bad. How you doing? I tell you what, it's been a uh, whirlwind of a weekend followed by a mad 24 hours for us at the <laughs> South Bermuda Speedway. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, you announced yesterday, uh, big news, big announcement, uh, that we're going racing this weekend. We are. So um, we have been wanting to go racing, you know, like everyone else, all springs long. Um, some of our other local tracks in the area, New Paris Speedway, Plymouth Speedway, kind of got their feet wet doing some racing, and we finally got that coveted okay. Uh, so the downside to that was we have to do it with no fans for only one week. So this Saturday night, June 6th, we will swing the gates open for the drivers. It'll be driver plus six crew members. And a huge shout out to Chris Goodacre and Damn It, Damn It Racing videos. I hear Chris helped James out quite a bit to get some stuff he needed. James will be live on the South Bend Motor Speedway Facebook page starting at 6 p.m. Saturday, and he will cover flag-to-flag -flag action uh, with Chris Hybar, announcer. So everything will be live. You will not miss anything. And uh, Chris and James have it set up. It's going to be some high-def stuff, going to be some really good quality. Uh, I'm old school. I don't know a lot about this stuff, so I would just use the phone. And James is like, no, no, no. Let me let me call some friends and, and get it worked out. So super excited and thankful for James. I mean, he does an amazing job, uh, even when he just does his normal videos. So he's going to not record them, and he will just go live this week, which will be a little different for him. But So we're super excited about that. It's going to be a great night of racing. Um, and we're pumped. Like, I am excited. We went over to New Paris with a bunch of our South Bend guys last week. Saw Kevin Sauer lead all 50 laps. We got a late model feature for his first win over there. And I think that got him itching to go racing. So he called me. He's like, dude, let's do it. <laughs> he got the bug and he's like, let's just go. Let's yeah, go. You know, yeah, I was, I was going to ask how it all came about, but I think he just caught the racing fever. Man, he did, you know, and he and Vern and our entire crew, I mean, they have been working nonstop out there. I'm doing more like the behind the scenes hot lap thing and they're doing all the grunt work and they have really got the place shaped up. They were out there 94 degrees today in South Bend. They're out there hanging a new fence um, and put it up almost done. They'll get it done, you know, by Thursday when we go hot lapping, uh, but they just never stop. Kevin and Vern are amazing owners. We have a great team behind us. Aaron Hartz has been out there a lot, Justin Stambaugh um, and a host of drivers and fans came out Saturday morning to help clean up. It has just been absolutely amazing uh, the turnout we've had to get things ready and everybody's itching to go racing. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I know like you said you, you've had a lot of people out there doing a lot of work. What all has been done out there? I mean, what when the fans actually do get to come into the place, what, what are they going to see? 
So the, the most notable thing for the fans are going to see is Kevin spent, gosh, probably two weeks pouring uh, some regrind asphalt down from the moment you walk in the gate the entire way around the outside of the track uh, where the fans would walk. So what this means is it's almost like it's been repaved. It's a very hard rock. So when you've got a wheelchair to come through, we are now fully handicap accessible, which is huge. And it's been a goal of ours since they bought the place. It's going to be very nice to walk on, very clean. Everything has a new fresh coat of paint. When I say everything, I mean everything. has <laughs> new paint on it. Uh, we've also put up a new fence all down our property line. Uh, so the old fence was rusty, had multiple holes in it. It'll have a brand new fence the entire way around. Um, Melissa Keys over Left Turn Graphics is making all new signage. So we'll have new concession signs. We're going to have maps that tell you where everything is at. Uh, so just a lot of little things on track. Uh, we've done a lot more patching. We've got some more to do. Value Tool has just uh, made a large contribution to help redo part of our mini wedge track. We thought we did enough. We needed a little more. Uh, so they stepped up in a big way to help. So there's just a ton of little things we poured. I don't know, I think 20 new uh, pit pads in the pits for the drivers. So from the moment you walk in to the moment you leave, it's just going to be a very clean, fresh look for everybody. So, yeah, uh, great. So obviously throughout this entire time, especially over the last several weeks, as the track's been opening up, you guys have been working with, uh, you know, abiding by the governor's guidelines for getting things reopened. Uh, how has that process been? And what can the drivers and uh, crew members coming in this weekend kind of expect as far as guidelines and procedures and everything that are in place? Yeah, that's a great question. What, what a lot of folks don't know for any business, uh, we have a small book we have to abide by. And our local health officials have been nothing short of amazing helping us the entire way. When we call on them, email, they quickly respond and give us the guidance. And so um, for the employee side, it's a lot more. We had our employee meeting. I met with all my folks Saturday morning to go through like what we have to do, uh, you know, for our employees. The fans and the drivers, they get by with a lot less. We will be doing some social distancing in the grandstand area where the, the pit crews are sitting, uh, the hill where you stand. Um, but you do not have to wear a mask. It's highly recommended, but not mandatory. Um, and so for the, the crew and all that, it's limit for the first week. We have to limit how many people in the pits. The second week, the pits is open. We're at 2,500 fans in the grandstands. Seating will be on every other bleacher to keep kind of a social distancing. Uh, and then for the employee aspect, all of our employees will be wearing masks the entire time they're in the speedway. Uh, we're going to be doing a ton of cleaning. Uh, our race director, Lisa Hartz, will be announcing cleaning breaks over our radios, and then everybody will stop and clean. We want to do everything we can uh, during the pandemic to A, open, but B, do it as safely as possible. Absolutely. Now, with that in mind, uh, kind of what's the schedule for this Saturday night? Uh, what divisions will be racing? And I've seen a lot of drivers already signed up, itching, ready to go. So before we get into that, because I always hijack your show. That, that, that's why we got you guys on here tonight. Make my job a little easier. I want to talk about Sunday. So this past Sunday, uh, we did something very low-key that not very many people knew about. We have been working with the uh, Ferrara Motorsports Big Kenny Esmont Mini Wedge Division uh, for a few weeks. And it came about in the middle of the year. Brian Banner with Badger Chassis called me and said, dude, you got to do this for us. We need a place to race. I was skeptical, but then after the first high lap session, seeing all these kids and how awesome it is, coolest thing ever. So this past Sunday, we did a mock race night. So we went through and we hot lapped. We were in heat races. We were in features. We did a rookie orientation. And I tell you what, it was by far the coolest thing I've ever been a part of. I worked my butt off. It was a lot of work trying to teach the kids everything. But to see how excited they were 
And so we had uh, Ben Foltz out of West Lafayette, two and a half hour drive one way, two and a half hours one way for a mini wedge for a mock race event. Drove up here and he dominated the senior class, which was awesome. And then all-star Evan Fox, uh, son of legend Doug Fox, won eats and feature for the juniors. It was awesome. The best part of the night. This is the part I wanted to get to because it's so cool. The end of the night, nine little kids, ten little kids all jump on golf carts, give each other rides around, smiling, laughing, and it was a blast. And they, they tore some stuff up. They're a little rough. They bit some sheet metal, but they all were done and they had fun. And I was like, man, that's what racing is about. So this Sunday, uh, June 7th, will be their first points night of the year. They're going to switch to race with our Saturday nights, uh, but we have one more Sunday show to get them acclimated. And this starts points racing form right now. I think we'll have 20 to 25 mini wedges in the two classes on hands. We actually had a driver from uh, West Virginia get a hold of me that wanted to come. His kid just wants to. They're going to make the haul up here to do it. So Sunday open at 11. We'll go racing about 1230. It's a $20 pit pass. Uh, I know the kids would love to have as many people out that would like to sit and watch. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Like I'm telling you, it is the most fun I've had in a long time. So I wanted to give those guys a plug and, and thank Brian and Doug and the entire Northwest Indiana Mini Wedge Association. It's awesome. When you guys get to see this, Chris, I don't know if you're busy Sunday, but if you want to come take pictures. Oh, I, I can find my way out there. <laughs> it is just, you will leave with the biggest smile on your face watching these kids. And they listen so well, like, man, watch the flag and they're paying attention. It's, it's really cool. So shamelessplug.com to the mini wedge kids. They're awesome. <laughs> You, you probably wish half your adult guys listed, listed yeah. good, right? <laughs> I told them. So we had a driver's meeting like we normally would because they're going to be included in all this. And the kids are all very attentive and listening and asking questions. And I was like, man, y'all come back and teach my big kids how to play. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> um, so that's Sunday. But Saturday, June 6th, gates will open. The pit gates will open at noon. We'll hot lap from 2 to 5 p.m. Late arrival hot laps at 5 uh, drivers meet at 5.30, race at 6. Like I said earlier, it'll be driver plus six crew members, so seven people per car. Right now, uh, I've been working on the entry list literally since I got off work. We're at roughly 100 cars on the list right now. Wow. And it continues to grow. 30 street stocks, which is phenomenal. Um, and I know a lot of our drivers took, like, vacation. Ryan and, and Score Steph mm -hmm. are out. They took vacation because they thought, okay, we got one week before we get into this. So this week is no fans. Like I said, James Dimmitt will be live on the South River Speedway page. Uh, we're looking for some sponsor money to help with the payouts and make it a great night. Uh, but it's just going to be a lot of fun. No points, so it takes kind of the drama out of it, you know, just a week to go out and have fun. But uh, a ton of big names coming and, and lots more just still hitting me up. My Facebook's blinking here in the corner. Uh, it's going to be an absolute bat blast. Um, and then next Saturday, finally, after a long, long winter and spring, Saturday, June 13th, we get to have 2,500 fans in attendance for 50% capacity. Uh, so we're geeked up about that. Pit gates will open at noon for that as well. Grandstands at 3, and it'll be the first 2,500 fans in the gate. We turn around and we do it again Sunday, June 14th with our Night of Destruction. Uh, have a huge Night of Destruction, compact derby, full-size derby, and all the fixings to go with that. So a double-headed weekend next weekend, and then we just – we're racing. Uh, Kevin, Vern, and I talked, and, and our schedule is set to end middle of June. They wanted me to add some to-be-determined for the – or middle of September, sorry. They wanted us to add some to-be-determined for the entire month of September. They just want to go racing. So uh, once we get started, we're going to be off and running, and it's going to be a great summer. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can I talk about going forward after next week and the 13th? Obviously, you had some big things on the schedule that I'm sure uh, you either had to come off or had to change. Uh, any uh, insight onto uh, those events and, and, and kind of how the schedule changes uh, going forward? Yeah, great question. So we made a joke about when I put my latest schedule on. I think it's revision number five. <laughs> Uh, from all the dates we were given, I tried keeping up with it and then just gave up and was like, I'm going to wait till I get a hard copy day because it's driving me nuts. The worst part is like with our traveling series, we have a bunch of them that come in from all over the different states. So trying to work with them to secure a new date if we lost a date. Um, and then, of course, our gambler was the huge. It was actually supposed to be next weekend, and we were pretty geeked up to have Kenny Wallace back for that. Uh, so we worked with Kenny. And he has uh, marked down July 11th will be our gambler, $5,032 to win for the late models, $2,534 to win for the sportsman, $1,271 to win for the street stock. A huge amount of money on the line. But uh, our favorite, Kenny Wallace, will be back for that. I know the week prior he plans on being on your guys' show again to geek people up about that and get excited. Um, and so Kenny will be there. And I think that could be one of the biggest gamblers we have ever seen. A lot of our local tracks are struggling to open up. We've all worked together on the big dates. Um, Randy up at Kalamazoo, Eddie over at Galesburg. We've worked on making sure my date wouldn't interfere with anything with them. Um, so it could be just a huge, huge night of racing. Uh, finally, July 3rd and 4th, we have another doubleheader. July 3rd, we go back to the normal, and we can have unlimited fans. And so we're really excited about that. Friday night, July 3rd, going to be a big night. And then uh, July 4th will be the biggest fireworks display you've probably ever seen in speedway history because Kevin has missed all of his other fireworks shows this year. So he's been up. Um, but we haven't, uh, we didn't really cut any of our traveling series. We have the MCR dwarf cars on the schedule, the mini cups, uh, Iliana reunion night. I don't have that date. It did not change whatever day. I think August 15th, maybe ish. Uh, that didn't change. So we'll have Iliana reunion night again. Um, we have the uh, Northern Vintage Outlaw Racers from the Rockford Speedway coming down with Joe Darnell's group. Uh, they're still on our schedule. Um, the Jay Tenders, the Illini Midgets. So we've got a ton of stuff going on. And uh, the VROA Modified Jonas, uh, Friday night, July 3rd. First time they've been at the racetrack in probably eight or nine years. So they'll be back with us. So it is really an action-packed schedule. We've got the mini wedges. And when fans get to see those on a Saturday night and watch the excitement of the kids, that's going to be a game changer. Uh, so we just, we have so much going on and, you know, we talked in our board of directors that we need to make every night the biggest night ever. We have lost a ton of money as has every racetrack around. And so my plea to fans are when racetracks open, go support them. I don't care if it's South Bend, Speedway, Grundy, anywhere you go, just go support a short track. Uh, we all need it this summer. Every track open needs your business to recover what we lost. Unlike a lot of businesses that are open year round, we're only open a few months. When we lose nearly two months, you know, it's going to put us in a bind. So that's what I want to tell fans. Don't care where you go. Uh, just support racing. Get out there, get your backside, track side and have some fun. Yep, absolutely. And I know a lot of folks are uh, looking forward to, uh, well, driver wise and crew wise, looking forward to doing that with you guys this Saturday night. And then uh, a lot of fans looking forward to doing that with you guys next week. Well, Tony, thanks for taking a few minutes to come on with us tonight. And obviously, there's breaking news, so we had to have you on one way or another, whether we were first to break it or not. We had to have you on. So, absolutely, and I appreciate it. And one more shameless plug: today is uh, Melissa Keys's birthday, so a huge happy birthday shout out to her. I know she's been enjoying. She actually worked all day, 
Uh, once we announced we were going racing, my business kind of shot through the roof. So sorry. <laughs> I had to work out there on your birthday, but I hope it was good. What? You gave him warning a couple weeks ago that everybody's cars are going to be done. So, I mean. Then we bumped it up one more week. So yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, Tony, taking a few minutes out. And uh, we will definitely look forward to seeing you at the track very soon. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. If you do. All right. Well, that's one. Let's bring in the next one. Mr. Steve. Oh, we got video this time. Cool. How you guys doing? You're doing all right. You got lucky. I uh, I finally got in earlier today to get a haircut. So uh, all right. it would have been yesterday. It probably would have been a black screen or uh, a big hairball, one of the two. What, you rocking the mullet over there or what? Oh, it was uh, it was horrible. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Well, Steve, we thought. We we couldn't wait till Friday to talk to you. We had to bring you on halfway through the week and and, and talk to you now. Well, you guys are smart. You know, your fiftieth uh, episode, and you bring the two guys in that do the most talking. So you guys have <laughs> least to do. So I guess you guys get to sit back and enjoy your fiftieth episode. That's exactly kind of, the plan. That's kind of what we were thinking. It's, <laughs> these things don't make themselves up. It just happens. So yeah. No, it's cool. Congratulations, guys, on on the milestone. Uh, again, it feels like you just started it up. I know for you guys it's been much longer. Um, just appreciate what you guys do for motorsports. And uh, you guys, you keep getting better. So, I mean, that that's a plus, too, to, to see where you've been, where you started, to, to where you're at now. And uh, looking forward to a great season of hopefully some live racing and some real stuff that we can talk about, you know. Absolutely. Well, let's try to talk about a little bit of real stuff. Uh been having some practices and and hot lap sessions and stuff over at the Grundy County Speedway. So, kind of, what's the status on things over there? I, I first gotta say, I'm so jealous of Tony and everybody at South Bend. <laughs> they get to they get to race. Uh, they're racing at Slinger up in Wisconsin. They're racing in Iowa. It seems like everybody around us, uh, other than the great state of Illinois, is not racing. But <clears throat> excuse me. But we, you know, we've gotten some good news. Um, it, it's about on par with what we thought that it was probably going to be. Um, you know, got to open up a few weeks ago to you know single car teams practicing, and it's uh, it's just good to to hear race cars and see them on the track, and uh, you know, try to generate a little bit of revenue for the racetrack uh, as you know as we struggle to you know now you know normally open in April, and now as uh, the calendar turns to June, uh, as Tony you know mentioned earlier, we're only open a few months a year. So, you know, you want to take advantage of uh, as many times as you can open for the fans. But, no, we got to do some open practices. Uh, we got some some good news, and, and then they took it away from us last week where we got the okay we could race, but with no fans. And then it turned out there was uh, an error, um, I guess, somewhere in, in their meetings that the, the state officials had, and they kind of took it back from us. But we could still at least do an open practice as opposed to just the, the single-car practices. And uh, – it was great to, to finally open on Saturday to see everybody, to see some drivers, uh, to let them kind of see some of the improvements, meet some of the you know promotional team that we have in place. Uh, Kerry Carter, who's basically kind of taking the torch for the Carter family and the Grundy County Fair and the Grundy County Speedway. So uh, it, it was great. It, it's what we all needed. I think the drivers did, uh, the, the you know, just the staff in, in general. It was a great day. Uh, nice field of cars. Nice uh you know, positive meeting, walking around with everybody and, uh, you know, just the, the conversations that we got to have with everybody. I know the general manager, Joe DiBello, you know, basically got to walk around. He spent probably almost three hours walking around, talking to the teams, getting feedback. And uh, it's great to, to start a year off as positive as, as this one is with, 
you know, considering the the situation that we're up against. Sure, sure. Uh, so with everything going on, is there a timetable in place uh, or, or time frame maybe when we think we might actually be able to get to go racing? You know, I don't I don't want to speculate. Um, again, I, I'm going to mirror a lot of things that Tony said. You know, we had a schedule. We changed it. And then, you know, the stay at home got extended. We changed the schedule. It got extended again. We changed the schedule. It just got to the point where it was just probably better off for us to take the schedule down. Um, you know, we are working with the Illinois Motorsport Coalition. We feel like we're we're gaining some traction with this. You know, a month ago, you know, people were saying we're not racing, we're not practicing, we're not taking our cars out of the garage. So to be able to, you know, first have the the private practices and then to have the open practice with up to 30 cars at the track, I, I think we're we're kind of headed in the right direction. Um, if I had to speculate, and this is just me not speaking for the Grundy County Speedway. I think we're probably going to, you know, be at least another month away. I'm thinking maybe sometime in July that, uh, you know, that we'd be able to race. And all we can do is, you know, give teams the opportunity to come out and, and you know, shake the car down and test and, and be ready. And, uh, you know, the facility was a nice test run for us to kind of try, you know, the social distancing in the pit area and getting people in, uh, you know, a different way and, you know, when you're when you're waving teams up one at a time and they have to have their own pen and they're signing waivers and you're letting them know where the hand sanitation stations are and, um, you know, stuff like that. It, it's it, it was a good kind of test run for us. But, you know, we're hopeful um, we get some good news in July and uh, whenever it is, we're just going to we're going to be ready to go. And uh, again, again, to mirror what Tony said, if we have to tweak the schedule obviously we will um you know if we maybe add some dates or add some different days of the week or i, I mean everything is, is is on the table right now with our racing committee right uh you kind of alluded to and i asked tony this as well uh, about the procedures and guidelines and stuff that are in place for the social distancing and whatnot uh you know i'm assuming there will probably be some more uh, practices uh so maybe for the drivers or, or crew members that didn't get out this first week, uh, kind of what are some of those procedures that you guys have in place and kind of what do you forecast or foresee them being uh, as we get down the road here? Well, you know, we have them all on the website. You know, I don't want to spend 15 minutes, you know, of your 50th anniversary show going over uh, our guidelines and stuff. But uh, like I said, from from the time you you pull into the parking lot to the time you leave, it's, it's just things are different with the social distancing. Uh, like we said, staying in your car. Um you know, we didn't know what to expect car count wise with how many late model teams we were going to have, how many sportsman teams, street stocks, pure stock. So, you know, I had the uh, the unfun task of, you know, parking cars every, you know, four pit pads that we were trying to stay 30 feet apart and, um, you know, try to. So a lot of the street stock guys and pure stock guys were kind of parked way out on the back 40, not where they're used to. And then, of course, we didn't get a lot of late models. Uh, which, so then there was all the open pads and they're all like Bechtel, you know, why do we have to park all the way a mile and a half away? Uh, again, you know, again, we, we learned from that, you know, when we have another open practice, we'll, we'll do some things differently. Um, like I said, with just, um, like I said, the lines, the social distancing, you know, for the most part, everybody was good with masks. You didn't even have to tell them, you know, a couple of times you had to say, Hey, you know, we're, we're kind of under the, the magnifying glass here. So, uh, we need to do it right. Nobody, you know, gave us any lip. Nobody, I mean, people gave us opinions, uh, but right. they, nobody gave us any lip. And then they did, you know, what we need them to do. You know, the last thing we, we, we want to race, but the last thing we want to do is, is make the situation worse. So whatever guidelines 
they throw at us, we're gonna we're gonna be ready for them. Right. I tell you, I love when questions like write themselves, and I don't have to do that hard of work. Because <laughs> um, got a question here uh, in the comments from Young Stanley Zolods. Here, he saw something about a Saturday night practice. Uh, question: Curious if that's up in the air or, or what? Yeah. So, 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 what we're gonna do for the next uh, few weeks? This is still tentative, of course. Um, you know, that's the plan, and and things could change. You know, in, in a week. You know, last week, everybody woke up Tuesday and it's like, hey, we can race, you know, no fans, but we can race, you know, and and I know some tracks, you know, really can't, you know, afford to do that, but we at least got the okay and then they pulled it back from us. So at any point, you know, we might get the AOK to where we can race with a, a limited amount of fans or no fans, and then we have a choice to make when that point comes. But our tentative schedule, we don't we don't want to oversaturate it. We, we know that some people were done, other people, um, you know, we're we're aware that people have lost their jobs and income is a little bit tight right now. And, you know, we don't want to do it every single week. So we had a nice kind of test run. We wanted to take a week off. We did have some private tests kind of scheduled, you know, on our original schedule. So the plan now is to have uh, this Saturday off, uh, but it's available obviously for the, for private testings by yourself. And then I believe what do I got here, June 13th, would be our next scheduled Saturday, and that would be very similar to what we did last week with an afternoon, um, you know, practice session. Uh, if that goes well, no problems. Then the twentieth, uh, we have not set a time again. If this is tentative, but the twentieth, we were talking about having a later afternoon start, maybe like a four uh, o'clock start, to where we would open the pits uh, and practice into the evening, maybe you know nine ten o'clock. And then at some point we would kind of do the grand unveiling of uh, turning on the lights for everybody. Uh, kind of kept that one as secret as we could. Some people told everybody that would let, you know, uh, put it this way, word got around. So um, like I said, but we were finally uh, excited to, to be able to announce some of the improvements that we had at Grundy County Speedway. Gosh, I love when I don't have to work very hard. <laughs> talk about uh, talk about lights and, and is, this, is this where I talk about improvements? <laughs> this is where you talk about improvements, Steve. This is uh, and I and I didn't even go over the script you sent us, but uh, no, we're we're uh, we're very excited. Um, you know, we people don't realize that we've been working probably since last November uh, with meetings with people with uh, you know the fair board has been, you know, restructured. I, I keep thinking I'm looking the right way, but then I keep <laughs> um, but with the fair board restructured, the the racing committee uh, committee put in place with uh, myself and Chuck Uris being, uh, you know, in as, as promoters, Joe DeBello uh, being brought in as, as general manager, uh, Kerry Carter with the fair board. I mean, he's kind of given us a, a lot of rope to kind of do a lot of things. And uh, we've had suggestions and the fair board is, has been amazing to a lot of things that we've wanted to do and they've wanted to do, uh, you know, new LED lighting, uh, not only on the racetrack, but the whole facility, you know, the, the barn buildings, the, the offices, the announcer booth, the, the midway, the pits, the racetrack, everybody um, is going to have brand new LED lighting. Um, you know, the road coming into the place, let me tell you, every time I went to a meeting in uh, November, December, January, February, it was, you know, it was uh, it, it was bad. Uh, you know, that got replaced. We got some uh, some new pavement in the pits. We kind of got a nice access road now. When you leave the tech area, to go right out onto the racetrack, which is also going to help us stage 
races because now it gives us an extra lane to where the pits aren't going to be so clustered mm-hmm. with cars. Um, my buddy John Starrick, his son Trevor, races in the pure stock. Uh, both of them actually raced. They came out and you know they lined the pit pads and uh, and numbered them. I mean that looks great. The bathrooms have basically been overhauled, not only in the pits but in the the main grandstand area. Uh, to where we opened up the pit bathrooms. There was bathrooms actually on the other side, on the fairground side. Well, we opened those up, so now it's kind of like one big bathroom. So instead of, you know, the guy's bathroom, which was like, you know, uh, one one urinal and one toilet, I mean, now there's, you know, new urinals, there's six toilets, there's sinks, there's a place to, for, you know, for the guys to change. The girls' bathroom is bigger. Paint, 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 paint. Um, I cannot tell you. How many gallons of paint have been uh, purchased? Uh, the concession stands, uh, both sides, uh, inside and out. The the beer garden, the Sam's Pizza, the bathrooms, the ticket office have been painted. All the railings, uh, basically throughout the whole place. The the any bad wood in the grandstands has been replaced. The steps that needed to be replaced, they were. Um, you know, the announcer booth is man, it's. It's like the Taj Mahal compared to, <laughs> they made it nice and cushy for you. to what I was used to, man. They put a new floor, a new ceiling. We got carpet in there, uh, new paint, uh, stuff for the fans, too. You know, we're on race monitor for the longest time. You know, the, the Wi-Fi connection wasn't the greatest. And, you know, every other racetrack had race monitor. Well, we're on race monitor now. Uh, we, we use the scoring.racing website that Rockford and Madison use now for lineups, which ironically are really going to help us with social distancing. Now, instead of having, you know, 75 drivers up there looking at lineups, you can just go on your phone and uh, go to scoring.racing and you'll be able to see the lineups um, for the night. So, so many people, I, you know, I don't want to forget anybody. Um, you know, the guys from Elite Trade Show have been out there helping uh, with a lot of stuff. Pat Kelly um, and, and his group of guys have just been phenomenal out there. Chuck Uris, I, I think he's out there. Uh, I think he has a camper sitting in the our place parking lot <laughs> guys there just about every day greg coons our flagman and his mom have been out there uh painting all the time there's again i know i'm forgetting people and, and i hate that but uh there you go i painted i painted uh yeah greg coons i mean he's uh he's been out there all the time he uh he, he's always there for the bettenhausen but you know getting stuff ready and and, and pretty and everything but him and his mom have been a, a great help and uh just just excited, man, uh, to be able to to show people. I've been there. This is, I think, going to be my 11th year. And to see what has been done this year um, is more than the last 10 years combined. Mm-hmm. So I think people are going to be excited. I think people are going to be ready for some racing. Like Tony said, even if you don't go to the Grundy County Speedway, go somewhere. You know, we're not racing this Saturday. Go out to South Bend Motor Speedway. Find them on the Internet. Find them on Facebook. They're racing. You might see some familiar names, some familiar drivers. You might not know any, well, actually not this week because it's going to be uh, fans uh, going to be watching our buddy James Dimmitt. But when they open uh, on a Saturday night, you know, go go support them if you can because these racetracks are going to need uh, as much help as they can. And uh, like I said, we're really, we, we were looking for a good season to start with, with uh, the kind of positive we took out of the Bentonhausen last year. And we're just hoping that that continues with car count and, and the fans and uh, just a whole new attitude at the Grundy County Speedway. Right. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a lot of great things going on. I know a lot of us can't wait to go out and go racing and kind of see all the improvements uh, firsthand. But uh, with all that being said, we'd be uh, kind of remiss if we didn't talk about the uh, virtual Grundy County Speedway season that we've been doing in lieu of the real stuff. 
Uh, got a couple a uh, couple events left, a couple big blowout yeah. events, and uh, I'll, I'll let you talk about those. Well, I, I tell you what, I never thought I'd get as close to you guys as this uh, with this series. We talked about doing a Bentonhausen, <laughs> and uh, and that, that it just blew my mind. With I think last I looked, like thirty six thousand people have watched that video of us putting the Bentonhausen on. You guys have come on board. People don't realize it's like a five man team. Uh, between the announcers, the camera guys, the race director hosting it and stuff like that. And we just, we wanted to give back. We wanted to have people have something to do, um, you know, on Friday nights. But, you know, that was April, May. Weather wasn't the greatest. Kids were still in school. You know, we we really had no, um, you know, hope of when we were going to race at that point. Now, as as it gets warmer out and, and the, the handcuffs come off a little bit, I mean, we might not be able to go to Grundy on a Friday night, but you can still go out and do stuff. So we, we didn't want to run this the whole summer. We've been running just some weekly stuff with uh, our, our drivers in, in one division and then fans and crew members in another. We uh, we kind of talked to give all of us a break because I tell you what, with DJ, he, he's a dynamo. You, I mean, fans oh, yeah. don't know it. We're, we're doing races every night of the week, it seems like, guys, with other series and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so we're going to end the season in, in two weeks. We are going to start it back up in the winter, um, you know, with drivers, with fans. I think there's gonna we're going to see a lot of cool stuff in the off season when we go back to it. But for the next couple of weeks, we're, we're going to do a 200-lap street stock enduro, which is going to be with the, uh, the Camaros that, you know, you've seen on Friday nights. And, um, you know, we're going to – have a full field of cars. I think 43 is the max 200 laps, uh, unlimited, uh, quick repairs, uh, which means there'll be some wrecking, and, <laughs> uh, no cautions. So, but you know, there's still strategy to it. You still got to, you know, pit for gas and for tires. We're going to set it to where you can't make it the whole race on pit and tires. And, you know, every time you crash into a quick repair, you know, you're going to maybe lose a lap or two to get towed to the pits and, 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 you know, fix the car and get back going. So it's not a demo derby, but we wanted to do that. And then we're going to end it uh, next week on Friday with a 200 lap super late model event, which we're going to open. I don't think we've even announced this yet, but we're going to open it to anybody that wants to do it. So all those guys that have been, you know, racing, you know, street stocks every week, we, we had a few of them actually bump up and ran fairly well with our super late models this past mm-hmm. Friday. We're going to open it up to, Whoever we have 50 guys in the room, we're going to run last chance races and uh, do a 200 lap or try to get some sponsors and uh, and like I said, make these next two races uh, you know pretty exciting. So really, really looking forward to the enduro. All you guys are going to be in it. Chris, and Jeremy, uh, Phil Martin, who is our race director on Friday nights, is going to race. Uh, Stan Zolads, I'll, I'll give him a, a quick plug. Shop Real Estate with all the stuff. <laughs> That he does with us, um, he's a huge part of, of what we do on Friday nights of supporting our team and uh, being able to kind of host the rooms with us and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, he's going to be in it too, so no more. Well, I, I shouldn't say no more talking because I guess he'll probably talk to us during the race. But um, just looking forward to you guys being able to have fun and kind of take the night off and and uh, and see what happens. And like I said, we'll end it with a 200-lap uh, super late model event. Yeah. So did you ever picture yourself calling virtual races? You know, I never did. I, I watched a few of them and, um, you know, that's when I kind of got the idea and I went to DJ and even when we were putting the Bentonhausen together, it was one of those things where I thought I had to have an iRacing account and, and, and this, and I needed this and I needed the, a microphone and all this stuff. And I was like, well, you know, he, he was going to find a, a group of guys, I guess there's guys that just do the races and announce them. 
And then all of a sudden he goes, well, let's let's try to do this through Discord and I'll I'll share the screen and you don't need a mic. You can just use your laptop. So, I mean, I have nothing into it but time. You know, I mean, I, I don't got iRacing. I don't have the microphone. I literally just sit and watch what, you know, you guys see with the producing end of it with the cameras and and stuff like that. And uh, it, it's been fun. It's been fun. I, I get to work with Chris a lot. Jeremy, I finally got to work with you mm-hmm. last week, uh, DJ once in a while. But, uh, no, it's definitely – it's been fun. The fans have enjoyed it. The drivers have enjoyed it. Uh, it's not the su- you know, it's not a substitute for the real stuff. I, I want to get back out in the booth. I was uh, at Grundy. Uh, Chris was there too. We were up in the booth getting stuff ready. New new kind of sound system, testing music for the first time that I've been there doing some stuff. And man, I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to to you know get back to the Grundy County Speedway. But if we don't have that yet, then you know I'm I'm okay with doing some virtual racing. Right, right. Well, uh, I know we're all geeked up and kind of getting a little stir crazy, ready to go racing. Uh, so definitely wanted to uh, thank you for taking the time to come on this evening, our 50th episode, and and kind of give us an update where things are at. Well, guys, I, I again, as I said, I appreciate what you do. Uh, if anybody needs any info on the uh, the Grundy iRacing or just the, the racetrack, in general, you can find us on Facebook, Grundy County Speedway. Our website, GrundyCountySpeedwayOnline.com, uh, you can find us at. And, again, guys, congratulations on 50 episodes, and uh, hopefully we'll get back to doing them weekly uh, when they count. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for coming on tonight, and uh, we'll, we'll be talking to you on Friday. So, <laughs> Will do. Thanks, yeah. thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you later. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, so we, we've had our, our our big hitters on. Yeah, so a lot of information, a lot of stuff going on there. But uh, light at the end of the tunnel, though, uh, for going racing, getting back to the racetrack, and I know everybody's ready. And like I said, we're all kind of stir crazy and most of us crazy though. Yeah, well, yeah, they, you kind of have to be a little bit crazy to be involved in this world, anyways. So, yeah, yeah, make a good point. So, especially the people you hang out with. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and he won't deny it. At least I don't think he will. We'll see here in a minute when he comments. But yeah. Um, but in addition to, you know, South Bend racing this week, uh, Tony mentioned that uh, some of the other local tracks have uh, kind of started to go. New Paris did. Uh, Plymouth Speedway, they started racing on the 23rd. They've been Facebook living their events, uh, heat races, features, and everything uh, this past weekend. Uh, let's go through the A feature winners from the 30th. 600 micro sprints was Dylan Woodling. Uh, the mini stocks was James Headley. Street stock, RJ Akers. Super sports, Ron Wilkes. And UMP modifieds was Mike McKinney. And I tell you, I was looking at the results page, and uh, you can tell a lot of the uh, uh, states around us aren't open yet because you had guys mm-hmm. from Ohio, Illinois, uh, everywhere coming to run Plymouth. Uh, so uh, it's good that at least some of our tracks are able to open up and, and bring folks in from other states and uh, maybe can obviously can't replace uh, some of that lost revenue that both Tony and Steve talked about. But uh, definitely the more cars that show right. up, it's definitely going to help ease the blow even a little bit. Uh, so that's definitely a positive there. Um, the professional side of things, NASCAR resumed since we were last live on the air. Mm-hmm. And they've had nine National Series races since our last episode on the 12th. That's a lot of that's a lot of racing. That is a lot of freaking racing. And uh, tell you this past weekend's racing at Bristol, man, that was uh, that was some pretty good. That was pretty good stuff. I mean, both 
Both races ended with late race contact, mm -hmm. a lot of bumping and banging. I, I honestly think the whole no practice thing, no practice, no qualifying, <laughs> let's invert half the field. I think that's working pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. That's kind of how we do stuff on Saturday anyway. Yeah, so uh, definitely looking forward to what they got going. I think they're at Atlanta this weekend. Um, so I think that'll be great. And like I said, a lot of the things they're doing uh, seems to be working. The social distancing and all that stuff, it, it's a little weird. It's a little strange to kind of get used to, but uh, – and whatever gets cars on the racetrack, I don't really care. So, uh, you're just still creeped out by uh, Denny Hamlin's mask, aren't you? I laughed hysterically at Denny <laughs> Hamlin's mask. The face on the face thing was was great, and then Blaney uh, uh, doing the whole water bottle in in the mask mm. thing that was pretty good. Uh, a little information here from Eddie Wolf, uh, Anderson Speedway. They're gonna be racing this weekend. No fans, but it'll be live on Speed Fifty One. Leave. Clay will be running that. I think that's uh, is that a CRA event, I think. So, um, I think so. I'm sure Eddie will comment here in a second. Yeah. So confirm uh, if that's, I thought it was a CRA event. Um, I saw it on Facebook, but I can't remember now because I have uh, CRS. So, <laughs> oh, CRA, CRA. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I guess. Well, there's no FCC regulations here. Well, I know. We're good here. So we. <laughs> Uh, so there will be options. Uh, you know, Tony talked about uh, Dimmit will be live streaming on Facebook. Yeah, CRA Sportsman Race uh, this weekend at uh, Anderson Speedway live mm -hmm. on Speed 51. So go to Speed 51, go to their Facebook page, their website, uh, and they'll tell you all the start times and all that good stuff there. Uh, so really looking forward to uh, uh, seeing – South Bend, at least through mm -hmm. the lens of a camera this week. I'm sure you'll see it through the lens of a camera and the other way, but yeah, <laughs> uh, but we'll be able to see it here from our living room and, and interested to see how, how, yeah. uh, how our good buddy Dimmit does that. Mm. So with that being said, we want to thank uh, Dammit Dimmit Race Videos for their support of this. Look at you doing the segue. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> things just things just happen. I love it. They just write themselves. Uh, Dimmit's been a great supporter for us, so we definitely want to return the favor and send everybody, if you haven't checked out his videos, go to Dammit Dimmit Race Videos on Facebook and on YouTube. A lot of great uh, Grundy County Speedway action and South Bend Motor Speedway action. Uh, got races on there, got highlight videos, some crash videos, you know, got all kinds of stuff to feed your racing fix until we get ready to go there. Um, so really, uh, really looking forward to see how he does this weekend. And uh, obviously you, you stepped in to help him just a little bit and get him. Yeah, get up my, uh, Google food to help him look for what he was looking for. So there, yeah. there's some. Uh, like hardware technology stuff that even I don't really understand, but uh, you know, through through my advanced clicking properties, I got I I figured it out sort of. I think pointed them in the right direction anyway. <laughs> well, we're gonna find out. I'm sure if it yeah. doesn't work, we'll just blame you. Uh, well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, want to thank S4 Motorsports. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. I know uh, they're eager to uh, get their car finished and get out on track, but uh, at the same time, show season is underway. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been doing some shows and, and got some more on the schedule, so make sure you check the socials there, S4 Motorsports. Uh, keep up with all their schedule. Uh, their sponsor, Anshup Real Estate, uh, has, has been big in the virtual Grundy County Speedway series, so definitely want to shout out and thank them for all their involvement. Thank Goodacre Photography support. That'd be me. That'd be you. Uh, so make sure to go to goodacrephotography.com, check Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. As racetracks get open, Chris is going to be there taking pictures. Yep. So 
Uh, make sure to get your pictures. Obviously, the tracks were hurting uh, from being close to. So were uh, the photographies, the, the videographers, uh, everybody that works on this uh, has a hand in it. Uh, make sure just you support everybody, including Left Turn Graphics. Mm-hmm. Make sure if you're getting ready to put a race car on the track, you support Left Turn Graphics and get your graphics done. Check them out on Facebook, International Women's Motorsports Association, IWMANation.com. Also, Facebook and Instagram. Make sure to check them out, what they're doing, their podcast and everything there. And last but not least, the boss man, the slave driver. <laughs> <laughs> he's been uh, he's been working us pretty hard the last several weeks, but uh, definitely been rewarding and I've learned quite a bit, and uh, I said kind of got to work with Steve a lot more and, and mm-hmm. DJ as well. Uh, so the Driving DJ Network on Facebook, uh, go check out them out there. He's broadcasting races multiple times a week and including the Grundy County Speedway's virtual series. Uh, he's there well on Friday night, so make sure you check them out. Uh, let's see. We've got a question from the comments. Uh, Kevin, the name of the video site, that's damn it, dim it race videos. Uh, he's on YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, so, uh, make sure to just search either Facebook or YouTube. You'll find, uh, if you search on Facebook, you'll find a link to his, uh, his YouTube page. It's got all the videos there. So tell you that being said, Christopher, any final thoughts for the evening before we sign off? Not really. I'm just ready to go racing. I know you and I think everybody else. So, uh, well, we'll thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Definitely thank Steve and Tony for coming on. Like I said, big episode for us, 50. Uh, I was kind of baffled by that number, 50. Uh, it doesn't feel like we've done 50 of these, but then again, it's done. felt like we've done 50 of these. So uh, definitely <laughs> want to thank everybody tuning in, everybody's support. Um, one thing to note, though, uh, as we're going forward, we've found that uh, a lot of you guys seem to prefer – the Facebook route, the Facebook live route, the video route that we've been doing. Typically what we've tried to do is we do a video route for the last couple of years and then we uh, rip the audio out of the video and we make an audio only version of this podcast. Uh, I guess consider this your warning or however, (laughs) uh, we are going to transition away from the audio only versions of the podcast and we're going to focus and put uh, put our emphasis on the video and the Facebook Live stuff uh, and go there. That seems to be kind of the biggest turnout, the the best response. And I th- honestly think for us it's the most fun, most interactive. Um, Absolutely. And just we're really not getting the downloads and the listens on the audio stuff, which is okay. You know, uh, you know, everybody's kind of got their uh, own different methods of consuming uh, these kind of things. So uh, we're going to transition away from that, away from the pod being away from the iTunes, just the number of downloads just doesn't justify the extra time it takes. And we'd rather put the time and effort into the live streaming and, and the Facebook live. And uh, I guess, spoiler, the YouTube live uh, that'll be coming here. Cause we'll, we'll be able to multi-stream uh, once we kind of, concentrate on the video aspect. So I want to let everybody know that's coming. We'll do a follow-up post on our Facebook page uh, with all that information. And if you're watching this and you haven't liked and subscribed to our Facebook page, please do so. Uh, That just helps us, helps us get our message out. And really our message is uh, just really want to support the local short track community, whether it's Grundy County Speedway, the South Bend Motor Speedway, Plymouth Speedway, uh, all the tracks in between and the drivers, the crew members, the fans, everybody. Uh, that's really our goal. So thanks for tuning in tonight. 
Uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed the episode and hope to see you guys at the racetrack really, really soon. And if not, at least virtually at the virtual Grundy County Speedway event coming up this Friday. So again, thanks everybody for tuning in and we will see you guys next week.